Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone. Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Today we have a very special guest with us. Taylor Hughes joins us. She is an independent artist out of Nashville who is, you know, to me, just has has the sound of country soul in her. Um, she has a, a very unique voice and a very unique talent that, you know, shouldn't be, you know, in my humble opinion, just shouldn't be slept on. Um, if you're in the Nashville area, you know, Taylor plays all over the place. You know, she has quite the following down there. She she has it going on. Um, and my favorite part about her, and you're going to hear it as the episode goes on is she's a big bourbon whiskey person. Um, towards the end of this episode, you're going to hear end of the conversation. You're going to hear a lot about that sort of thing, which I'm super psyched about because it was, it was really the first time a guest was on that really knew what the hell they were talking about. And, and not that, Others didn't, but this one, you know, she really, she really knew her shit. It was awesome. Um, I can't wait for you to hear it. I think it's a great episode. Um, a little, little bit of fun fact. There is going to be our Thursday thoughts this week is going to have Taylor in it. Um, I'm not telling you why or how or 
what what for. Um, so, but just stay tuned for that. But she will be in that write up. Um, so, really, without further ado, I want to. It's it's a long conversation, but a very great conversation. Not a very long one. It's an it's an hour. Um, but I want you to get it all and, and enjoy it all. So without further ado, as always, we'll have some commercials and stuff for our partners. So thank you all for that. And then on the other side of that, we'll have Taylor Hughes. Enjoy. Hey, friends. So like I keep telling and pushing, you know, my friend Marissa owns the Afterglow Boutique right here in my hometown of Blackstone, Massachusetts. She has a shop. It's at 43 Main Street in Blackstone. Um, her store hours can be found on her website if you're local. Go in there, support Marissa. She's the absolute catalyst to a lot of things. You know, her and I have been friends for forever. You know, we go way, way back. Um, you can find her stuff at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. If you go online and purchase anything, she is offering a 20, 20% off discount to the Boots & Whiskey podcast um, listeners, promo code is boots, B O O T S. Put that in at checkout, 20% off your entire order. As long as you're a friend of this show, go check her out again. 43 main street right here in Blackstone. Go see Marissa. Tell her Jim at the boots and whiskey podcast sent you. You'll love her stuff. Great for moms, dads, girlfriends, sisters, whatever. Go check it out. You'll love it. I love it. I love her. Marissa, thank you so much. Go check out the Afterglow Boutique. Again, theafterglowboutique.com. 20% off at checkout using the promo code BOOTS. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about our friends Hogwash and Rhinestones. The owner over there, Ray, is an absolute sweetheart. She makes the best country vintage clothing you'll ever see in the entire world. Absolutely incredible stuff. Handmade Stuff that you are like, wow. She's had people like Jody Messina wear her stuff. Caroline Cruz from 1025 here in Boston wear her stuff. Brett Young. All kinds of cool people, right? So if you go to her website, hogwashnrhinestones.com, you'll see everything. Facebook, Instagram, everywhere you can go. Go check it out, hogwashnrhinestones. You can email her at hogwashthreads at gmail.com. It's upcycled fashion design, wardrobe styling, closet disruption, hogwash and rhinestone gear. You can get everything you'd want from her right from there. Go check it out. Tell her Jim at the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you, and she'll take great care of you. Well, hello, Taylor. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I am doing great. Just awesome. Trying to get everything in order for the week. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Mondays are crazy. You yes, know, always. <laughs> always, always. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for being here. I feel like this is, you know, I'm I'm always excited to talk to new people, but I feel like I have talked to you or have known about you longer than anybody else that I've ever had on the show up until this point. You know what I mean? Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm just glad to be on. I saw your um, interviews with um, some, you know, mutual friends of mine and stuff, and I checked it out and I was like, okay, this, this show is for me for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's, this, this is a, you know, I, I jokingly say this is a not safe for work, no bullshit kind of show. And it, it really is, you know, and it's, it's like I said to you, you know, off the air, you know, it's, this is about you. 
hear your story. You know, there's no agenda here. It's just, a, you know, two friends talking about, you know, one of the friends actually having a, a career that's fun and exciting. Not that mine <laughs> isn't for if my boss is listening, not if not that mine isn't. But, um, you know, you're you're living a dream that a lot of people have. Yeah, I'm seriously blessed to do this every day. And there, there are bumps in the road, obviously, I think that we all hit, but I couldn't imagine doing anything else. That's for sure. Yeah. So how did you get started with all this? Like, where, where does, you know, where does Taylor Hughes get her sound? Where does she, how does she start doing this? Yeah, so um, I always loved singing ever since I was itty bitty. Uh, we have all kinds of home videos of me putting on shows as a kid or me singing in choir and stuff like that but um, I never actually really told anybody this is what I wanted to do until um, probably the end of my high school career Um, it's kind of funny the way I got into it you know I was always in choir and stuff like that which most kids are in high school you're either a band kid or choir kid that's kind of what it is and uh, of course I chose choir and um, I was also an athlete Um, I played volleyball for um, high my high school I played in middle school I played for travel teams so that's that was my life was volleyball 24 7 because you know you play through your school year then you have your winter league and the summer stuff so um that was basically my main focus and what my drive was and I had scholarships for college to go um on volleyball scholarships and I actually injured my knee so bad that um, I was never able to truly recover from it. And uh, that's kind of what led me down the music lane. Um, it was my junior year of high school when I hurt my knee and, you know, I tried to do rehab and whatnot. And I kind of, you know, was just, it was never really the same. And I was like, you know what, I think maybe, maybe I dive into music. And I told my parents that I wanted to learn how to play guitar And they were like, okay, sure. And they signed me up for lessons. And what was funny is that um, my guitar teacher on the first day, they, you know, my dad takes me and he realizes that my guitar teacher is someone he used to babysit when he was in high school. So (laughs) it's kind of like this full circle moment or like kind of meant to be kind of thing. And um, my guitar teacher, Polly Felice, who is still, you know, he still teaches me today and he plays shows with me and he's basically family is really, um, you know, the reason why I stepped on stage for the first time. Um, I had a few lessons with him, like maybe like two or three lessons. And he was like, oh, you sing. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, that's what I really love to do. And I thought, you know, learning to play guitar would be helpful. And he was like, well, I want to take you to Nashville. And I was like, you want to what? <laughs> like, I'd never done anything outside of choir, like with a group. I'd never done anything on my own. I mean, I used to sing for my friends and stuff, but nothing like on a stage by any means. And um, there was this um, TV Comcast down here called Nashville Spotlight. And uh, they filmed every few months. I think it was like quarterly or something like that. And they'd have like holiday specials and he, you know, he told my parents, oh, I want to take Taylor to Nashville. And they were like, there's no way she knows how to play guitar. She's had like three lessons. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, no, I'm not taking her down there to play. I want her to sing. And they were like, you know, they were very confused. They were like, what are you talking about? Like, Taylor doesn't sing 
like that's not her thing you know like the, it was kind of like I was like the closet singer kind of thing, yeah. I guess you know and um we came down here I think I was 18 when I first came down here and um the show loved me um everyone really loved what I could do and believed in my talent and it was funny because it was the first time I'd ever been on stage by myself and I was singing to a track obviously because I couldn't play yet and I was so unbelievably nervous and afterwards people are coming out to my parents oh we loved her please you know bring her back and my parents are just smiling and nodding like oh thanks you know and, <laughs> what do I do <laughs> yeah and come and then you know we we leave the venue and they're like were you lip singing and I was like no <laughs> And, like, they were like, oh, my God, we had no idea you could sing it like that. And it's so funny, you know, because I've always sang around the house or just, like, to my friends and stuff. I guess they never really, truly, like, paid any mind to it. And that was kind of where I got the, you know, the bit by the stage bug, I guess. And I knew that's where I wanted to be um, and what I wanted to do. So, I, you know, kept taking lessons. I kept going down, you know, coming down to Nashville um, to do this show, um, you know, every few months. Um, and then once I started to, you know, hone in on my chops, I started um, playing around town and around local cities. Um, I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky, and I started working at a music store just so I could try to learn, you know, a little more and met my guitarist, um, who was also a good friend of mine. He hasn't played for me anymore unless I'm in town, but uh, Aaron Gosper and him and I hit it off and we started playing, you know, three to four shows a week and um, traveling around, you know, just locally and a few random spots, you know, in Tennessee and stuff like that. And um, I've been playing ever since. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where, you know, and I hear it quite a bit where it's like, oh, well, you know, this is kind of what I did just to do it. And then, you know, by chance, all these things lined up, Right. you know, but I, I love the way your story goes because, you know, it was one of those things where this, you know, playing a sport was your first and foremost, it sounds like dream, you know, and then when that dream wasn't, you knew wasn't going to pan out, it was like, well, I can do this too, which was, you know, just as much of a talent. Right, right. And, you know, for uh, athletically, it was funny because before I started playing volleyball, it was something I didn't want to do. And my dad was, you know, an athlete, star athlete, played every sport, you know, crazy athletic and was like, you're going to play a sport. And I remember fighting him <laughs> like crazy. And then I ended up loving it. And it's just funny that like, you know, I kind of led, got led to the music thing, which was secretly always my passion. I just never told anybody. And right. My dad has been a huge supporter of that too. And has been, you know, we're all in, there is no plan B. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm sure glad there's somebody else that thinks that, <laughs> you know, so why did you why did you keep it I, I don't want to say a secret but why did you not let anybody in on on what your true intentions and your true dreams were Yeah um you know I think maybe for me like I'm very much I've always been a people pleaser so like when I was playing volleyball and I was really good at it, um I can tell you know my parents were very proud of that and I was kind of just 
in the zone, I guess. And it was just like, well, you know, this, this will take you to college. And, um, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, what, what's my future? You know, you go to school, you get your degree, la di da di da And um, I guess for me, it was like, I had dedicated so much time to that, that it was pretty much my life. And yeah. the whole music thing, I really didn't even know if it was something that I could do as a career but also um you know I was in choir and stuff in middle school and high school and I would audition for parts and I wouldn't get them and you know I was like well maybe I'm not as good as I think I am you know and it was it was almost kind of like this thing where it, it discouraged me maybe because I wasn't like getting these parts that I thought I could and um, looking back on it, I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> like those parts weren't for me. Those were, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, and as I've been doing this for, you know, 10 years now, it's truly something that I believe I was put on this earth to do and that I don't take for granted at all. And it's definitely a gift from God, I think. And it's allowed me to just meet so many people and do so many cool things that it you know at the time when I hurt my knee I thought the world was ending and now I'm like wow it was really a, a blessing in disguise yeah no absolutely you know it's it's funny because you know we, we've talked about the mutual friends that we have and and all that and the friends of yours that have been on my on the show and mm -hmm. whatnot and it's um it's interesting to me how to me how different your sound is to some of those people um mm -hmm. but like how how at the same time like i could see how all of you connect at the same same level you know you have very distinct sounds but right you know, this the songs and the songwriting is is very similar in that you know the storytelling is just you know absolutely fantastic well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a, that's a big part of being an artist is just being able to like tell your story and hope that, you know, at least one person can connect to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's an interesting thing that you do, you know, where, you know, country music itself is so different to the other genres where you're, you know, you're really telling that story. And, and like you said, hoping somebody anybody really you know connects and understands right. what you're saying because i think in in reality you know you hear songs things that you've written or others have written everybody can say at some point in their life hey i've been through that so i get what she's saying right yeah or they've been through something similar or they can somehow take what i'm saying and you know relate it to their life yeah yeah now how how often are you writing these songs do you have a bunch of stuff you know kind of put together or ready to go that you know you haven't released yet or do you have things pieced together that you're not sure where certain things are going yeah um I have a lot of songs in my catalog um when I moved to Nashville I jumped right in on the whole co-writing thing and I would, you know, I'd walk Demombrian. Um, if you're familiar with that, that's where a lot of the writers rounds are down here. Yeah. And um, I would go into the shows and I'd be like, I know you don't know who I am, 
but I guarantee you, you're going to love me. You got to let me play. Like, you know, you got you to sell yourself, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I went to every show and met every person I could um, when I moved here. Cause I didn't know anybody when I moved here and um, started connecting with other writers and jumped right in on the whole co-writing thing. Cause it was still fairly new to me, but I knew I wanted to do it. Um, so I do have, um, plenty of music that is ready to go into the studio and, uh, we're actually, uh, working on something right now. So, um, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll be sharing some more of that here soon. Um, but you know, when I've, I actually started recording music before I even moved to Nashville, um, I had recorded an EP, but never finished it. Um, and I'm actually at look, thinking about going back and remastering and changing up a few things. And I'm um, just because, you know, over the, over the five years that I've been in Nashville, my sound has changed a little bit. And I sure. think the direction I wanted to go in has changed. And, you know, um, you know, my brand has developed a lot more than, you know, when I first moved here and I was still trying to figure out who I was. And uh, so a lot of exciting stuff in the works right now. Now, ask you this, and please don't take offense, okay? Yeah, go ahead. You, you say, you know, you were discovering yourself and who you wanted to be. Now, is is the Taylor Hughes that we see on Instagram and social media and, you know, through your music, is that you or are you playing a persona of yourself? No, I would definitely say it's me. Um, you know, when I first moved here, when I say I was trying to, you know, figure out who I was, um, I think I was a little more reserved and a little more like, oh, is this is this good for radio? Um, are people going to love me? What do I need to do to make, you know, the people love me? And, you know, yeah. now I'm like, this is me. I'm Taylor Hughes. Take it or leave it, you know, kind of thing. And I think yeah. that's how you gotta be, you know, once you really get grounded and comfortable with who you are. And I mean, who knows, you know, here in five years, my sound might change again, or I might, you know, right. I think you just develop more and more, especially as you go through life, you know, you experience more things. And, you know, when I um, first moved here, I was a newlywed and we're still trying to you know figure out those waters and now we've been married for almost five years and like I'd say I don't want to say we're different people but you know we've grown and we've gone through things and now I have different you know experiences that I can write on or, or that make me who I am so right. I would definitely say anything you see on social media is 100% me. I am very down to earth. I'm goofy. Uh, I love my whiskey. <laughs> I love <clears throat> I love to sing. I love to dance. Um, I love meeting new people. And that's a big thing for me at my shows, you know, before my shows, during my shows, after my shows, I'm always trying to interact with the crowd as much as possible because it's it's for them, you know, and I'm there to make them happy. And I really want to be able to know them on a personal level as much as I can so they can see that, you know, I'm not to some people, Oh, this, the superstar or whatever. It's like, no, she's just a regular person that just happens to get on stage and sing as her job, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's one of those things, right. Where, you know, talking about, you know, your sound and who you are and who you've become to be, you know, it's so many. And I, I think you, I think this is kind of, what we were touching on is that so many people 
you know, move to town and want to be or think they're going to be the next whomever, right? Whoever that is, instead of being who they are. Yeah. You know, and I, I think we lose a lot of really great music with artists trying to, you know, be somebody or something they're not. And I think exactly. it's a it's a real breath of fresh air to hear, you know, you not do that. And, you know, other people not do that. I think it's very, very important. Yeah. And, you know, for me, um, I mean, you've heard my stuff and especially if, if you come to like a live show, my voice is so unique and I have learned, uh, you know, that's my strength. I don't need to hide it and I need to, you know, master my strengths and use them to, to my advantage. And I think, you know, trying to sound or look like somebody else is, you know, it's just the opposite of what I want to do as an artist. And, you know, you always want to stand out. You want to be unique. You don't want to be, um, you know, I, I love Miranda Lambert. I am, I claim to be her biggest fan, <laughs> but like, I don't want to be the next Miranda Lambert. Right. Right. I there's already be, one of her. Yes. Yeah, so there's already one. Why do we need another one? Like, do right. I want to have the success she's had? Absolutely. Right, I don't want to be a copy of right. her. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's so, you know, it's so funny because it's like the genre right now is so big and so popular that, mm -hmm. you know, really, you know, there's so many different sounds in the genre and so many different voices that you can, you can be you and stand out and still, you know, make an impression. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now, you know, you have a few, few things out, you know, what is a timetable looking at for, you know, whatever else is coming? Um, well, <laughs> um, we're actually um, getting ready to go film some music videos um, here in June, which I'm super excited about. Um, and then I'm trying to get back into the studio um, probably in maybe june or july we're still trying to figure out the logistics of it but um i'm planning to uh, you know put out a new single as soon as possible um i really wanted to put out an album this year so we'll see how that goes you know and yeah. one one hill to climb at a time or one mountain to climb <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know? and, absolutely but um i do know what i want to release next and um I've been playing it at my shows and stuff. So, but I haven't like announced it on social media or anything like that. And um, I'm really excited about, you know, getting back into the studio and creating more and just delivering, you know, what I, what my fans are asking for and give them more music, give them more. Right. <laughs> now, now is that the song you want to release next? Is that ready to go or does it still have to be cut? No, we have, um, we have not gotten, into the studio yet to record it oh, okay. so that's what we're um trying to do um here very soon i'm actually getting ready or i'm gearing up to go on vacation <laughs> at the end of the month so nice i've got these last few shows and trying to you know get everything squared away and then i'm taking just a little break and then i'm coming right back and you know hitting the road again and um doing the music video stuff and then um figuring out all the all the studio time and you know, where we're going to be doing it. And uh, yeah, just trying to figure out all that. But hopefully very soon, I'll have everything locked and ready to go. That's awesome. So now, now that actually brings up something I've never, I've never asked anybody. And now because you brought it up, I'm curious, how does that, what does that look like for an independent artist to, you know, 
I guess go on vacation, you know, because, you know, as a, as a regular quote unquote person, you know, I see it as, you know, you have, you know, being an independent artist and make trying to make your way, like you're constantly working regardless, right? Mm-hmm, right. At what point do you have to say, okay, I need to put this down or I need to walk away for a week or whatever and know and have the, you know, the strength and the, you know, everything that goes with that to be able to pick it up a week later and say, okay, we're back at it. Like, do you freak out in that time period of being on vacation and not, you know? Um, you know, I don't just because I, you know, I was, you know, hard work was instilled in me that, you know, my dad is very, you know, an entrepreneur himself and he instilled in me like that hard work. So like I work from the moment I get up, you know, I'm up probably around 7.30, 8am every day and I work till I go to sleep. You know, sometimes I'm in bed at 1130 and I'm on my phone creating social media posts or I'm reading an article or something like that. So for me, it's actually it's hard for me to get out of that work mode. Yeah, because I am just like no one is going to want this more for me than myself. So like if I wanted to happen, I have to put in the work. So like I I'm actually really bad about that, you know, taking it a step back from it. Um, because I just go, go, go. And, you know, I've always got a, my list of things that I'm going to do for the day. And I, I love making my little list and checking them off. But um, the trick for me, when I decide that it's time to take a vacation is I go on a cruise because I have no phone service. So I can't, oh. <laughs> you know, I am forced to enjoy my time away and to, you know, just relax and, you know, almost reward myself for you know, working hard because I'm unbelievably hard on myself and I'm a perfectionist. And, you know, sometimes I even get in my own way and don't realize that like how far I've come. And, you know, my husband's like, all right, we're going on vacation. We're going on a cruise. We're going to have fun and there's going to be no phones. And I'm like, okay, that, that sounds good. to me. <laughs> you know? But uh, as soon as we get back, as soon as we get off the boat and we get back to town, um, you know, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm, I'm rejuvenated. Um, I'm excited about the things that I've, you know, planned ahead. And I think it's important to take a step back and, you know, let yourself relax. And cause you know, like I said, I'm really bad about that. And so it's, it's probably, you know, something I need to do a little bit more, but for now we have saved at least a week of time where I'm not working <laughs> throughout the year. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, and it's important, you know, because I'm, I'm with you, you know, I, I have a full-time job and, you know, a a side job as well. And this, so my wife's always like, you know, I'm always doing something. And she's like, can you just, you know, slow the fuck down? No, no, I can't, (laughs) I can't, I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but like, and like, and I try to, you know, like you, like, I try to explain, like, listen, like, you know, this podcast and whatnot. Yeah. It may be a, you know, a hobby or whatever, but like, I want to make this something, you know, when we're, we're getting there. And, you know, a lot of that is based on all the work that you put into it. Yeah. Especially when like, you're trying to grow something. It's so different for like someone who is established 
versus right. someone who is working their way up. I think, I mean, there's all, you're always going to be super busy no matter how successful you are. But in the beginning stages as like an independent artist like me, you know, I wear multiple hats. You know, I, I book my shows, I make my social media, I write my songs, I perform my songs, you know, I do all the business side of the things, you know, selling merch, designing merch, um, you know, you, you wear different hats and it's very much time consuming and it's, it takes a very special person to be with an artist and, um, don't tell my husband I said he's special. He'll get a big head, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it takes a very special person to be with a musician or an artist and, um, they have to have a lot of understanding and a lot of faith in what you're doing and um you know so that you know when you do get to the point where you've where you want to be you know you can kind of hand that off to your manager hand that off to your booking agent kind of thing and maybe try to relax a little bit more but uh I, I know that uh you know there's work at every stage but especially in the in the first you know growing parts of it yeah yeah. Now for you, like, you know, you've been saying even, you know, you've been at this for a while now, like has, has any of that grind slowed down in the last 10 years for you? Or is it still just as much today as it was, you know, at the very beginning? Um, I think honestly, it's actually picked up just because when I first started, um, like I said, I started, I was probably at 18, 19, um, I was still young. I was still, you know, oh, this is what I want to do, but I also want to have fun and go do this. And, you know, I went, I did go to college for a little bit. Um, I went for two and a half years and I left because I knew that, you know, this wasn't what I wanted to do. And all this time I was spending in school and partying and stuff, you know, I was in a sorority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All this time could be put towards something that's actually important to me, um, which was my music. And, you know, when I told my parents I was leaving, they were like, all right, let's do this. We're all in, you know, and there is no plan B. It's we're going to make it and we're going to do whatever we can to do that. And uh, so I would say, you know, the grind is very much still there. And, um, you know, the grind is kind of, you know, what motivates me and keeps me going every day. And, you know, I know that this is what I want to do. And there are so many people that have put their time and their, their faith and, you know, money and in, into me, you know, my parents have, <laughs> have been such a huge support and my husband, of course. So like, my goal is like, this isn't just for me, it's for them too. And, so everything is a lot busier, especially this year. Things have really picked up and I feel so unbelievably blessed for that. And uh, yeah, so I don't really think the the grind is going anywhere, <laughs> the, the hard work and it's, it's going and uh, I, I'm ready for it. So that's awesome. That's it's always good when you're, you know, when you're doing what you're doing and it just keeps, I mean, really getting better. Yeah. There, there are, there are bumps in the road. That is for sure. But uh, oh, I'm sure uh, there are days that I like want to rip my hair out of my head. <laughs> like there's too much to do. And it's <laughs> only one of me, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, but uh, it, it feels good when like you hit those little milestones and um, or just like your little goals. And, you know, for me at the beginning of each year, I write down what 
are the goals for the year? What are my goals for the first six months and stuff like that. And, um, you know, here recently, um, I was nominated for country vocalist of the year at the Josie music awards. And I wasn't even, I didn't even realize it until I went into my, um, calendar book, which is where I like, you know, keep everything important to me. And I realized that being nominated was one of my goals for the year. And I was like, well, looky there, like, <laughs> check that off the box, <laughs> you know, and because I'd never been nominated before. And I had so many friends and, you know, colleagues that have been nominated for it. And I never, you know, um, thought that I would and or, you know, would submit or apparently some other people have submitted me for it. And, you know, I got the nomination. So I was really excited to just, you know, check that box off. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was going to be the next thing I got into with you um was your nomination were you su- were you surprised by that oh i was shocked i was actually in the middle of a show i was playing a show um here in nashville and i got off stage to just take a break uh, just a quick little break and like my phone was like i had several like missed texts and messages on like social media and i was like what is going on right now like <laughs> like people know i'm in the middle of a show what's going on like why is my mom like blowing up my phone and uh, I had some friends and my mom that were, you know, and uh, just other people that were tagging me and stuff. And that congratulations, blah, blah. and I'm like, what are you all talking about? <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. And uh, you know, my mom was like, you were nominated, and I was like, what? Are you serious? And like, it was, I was shocked. I didn't even realize that they were like announcing the nominees that day. Um, and then, you know, I was, I'm in the middle of a show and I'm like, all right, well, I got to share this with people. So like when I got back on stage, I was like, y'all, I'm just gonna let you know, I got some exciting news, (laughs) you know? So that's so great. Now, how do you, how do you, you know, you get information like that? Like, how do you get back on stage and not want to, you know, be like, all right, well, party time. (laughs) well I guess for me like I get the most joy and almost like an adrenaline rush when I'm on stage okay Um, it is just you know it's almost like a high for me when I'm off stage you know I'm very laid back and you know I'm still like I'm still goofy me and you know down to earth and stuff but I'm more just kind of like go with the flow kind of thing um unless I've had you know a cocktail or two (laughs) (laughs) then the crazy Taylor comes out no but uh you know when I'm on stage it's you know it's a party yeah I think it's a party you know I'm I'm putting on a show for people and you know a Taylor Hughes show is meant to be entertaining and energetic so you know when I got back on stage I was like already I'm ready to rock this and show y'all why I just got nominated for this, you know? Yeah, and, hell yeah. So, you know, I got, and then, you know, afterwards I met my husband and we went to our favorite bourbon bar and we had a few old fashions. So <laughs> that's, I got to celebrate afterwards. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, um, is that your, I mean, now that you bring it up, you're, you're good. You've got me all, you know, not out of sorts. Cause you get, you get into all the good stuff before I'm, before I was ready for it. But that's, <laughs> that's all good. Now, is that your drink of choice as an old-fashioned oh yes that is my and i loved them i love them smoked like they're really yes uh 
Kentucky girl. I gotta have my bourbon. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So like, I haven't. So I'm a big old fashioned guy. I love them. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Love them. I haven't had them smoked yet. Oh, you got to. It's life changing. We even really? have a smoker at our house because my husband makes really good old fashioned. So like, if we're having people over. I'm like, we got to get the smoker out. And then like, we can smoke our own cocktails. That, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Our family is very, my husband, my husband's actually who truly got me into bourbon. I mean, my family loves it and you know, it's always at the tailgates and stuff like that. But, um, Drew, um, is the one who was like, okay, I'm going to introduce you to some like good bourbon and you're going to like it. Cause I was always like tequila and vodka, <laughs> you know? And I was like, all right, well, this Kentucky girl should probably drink some bourbon. And, um, that's actually something him and I kind of bond over. We have like our special collection of stuff and he'll go on little bourbon hunts when he's out of town or I will. And I'll call him and I'm like, is this the bottle you're looking for? And he's like, yeah, we got to grab it. Or uh, he'll, you know, he coaches lacrosse. So if he's like on the road um, and he finds like a hole in the wall bourbon shop and he finds something, uh, he'll call me and be like, please don't be mad, but I might've spent a lot of money. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what did you buy? And he <laughs> tells me and I'm like, it's okay. I can enjoy it too. <laughs> right. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know, those allocations, they can get pretty pricey when you. Yeah. Like, when you're going on a hunt for, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's what I've noticed, you know? Um, so I just, not just anymore. I've recently within the last year have really started to, you know, get into it, get into the whiskeys, the bourbons, the, you know, all of that yeah. stuff. Um, because before that I didn't like it. I, you know, I hated, mm-hmm. I hated whiskey. Like I thought it was gross. You know, my, my <laughs> wife was big into it. Um, before her and I started dating and, you know, she was always, whenever we went out, it was Jack and diet for her. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was a, I was a captain Morgan or, a you know, get, get me a beer kind of guy. Right. Yeah. And then, um, once things started to come back to life a little bit around here, a bunch of us went to a, a, a restaurant that their thing was whiskeys and bourbons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess when in Rome. Right. And, uh, me and a buddy of mine, we were like, let's try this flight. We'll we'll just share it because we both weren't big into it or into it at all. Um, and it was like it was like the gateway drug. <laughs> you know, it was like <laughs> this is this is where the downfall happens. And you know, since then, you know, that's why that's you know, when we went to that restaurant that's when the whole idea of this show was gonna was starting to start and all that idea and I was like well I love country music and I'm really starting to get into whiskey so why not make it you know a thing and absolutely and what kind of country music doesn't have whiskey in it you know right (laughs) they're like two peas in a pod (laughs) right right unless you're listening to like island country music like Kenny Chesney oh yeah you know like <laughs> right right you know and that and then it's it's gotten me to you know luckily enough I've been sent stuff from all over the country and local stuff and it's it's been awesome to taste different things and you know from different regions and mm-hmm. it's it's been great yeah the flavor profiles on like some really good bourbons they're so different and 
he can just and that's what's kind of cool about it is that each person has such a different palate so like you know just because one person tastes like pepper you know someone might taste like something a little bit sweeter like a caramelization in it and you know for me it's kind of cool to be able to try different bourbons and whiskeys and identify those things and stuff like that and it's fun to you know find those like super rare bottles and then save them for like special occasions and yeah stuff like that and occasionally we're like well you know it's a monday this feels like a special occasion (laughs) (laughs) yeah what's today today's tuesday sounds great yeah right sounds awesome (laughs) that sounds like a good cocktail needs to be made (laughs) you know but you know it's it's funny you say that because i agree you know i i've been sent bottles where like you know, me and my buddy will do the reviews and we'll drink like half of it. Mm-hmm. And you're <laughs> and like, then I'm like, oh. and I'm like, shit, I'm like, shit, I can't get this around here. We're going to slow way down. Right. You know, and then it's like, I look at it and I'm like, I want to have you, but if I drink you, then you're gone. Right. You know, <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing. Like, you know, I have a bot, you know, and I, I've gotten a lot of shit about this on the internet, but um, I really, my, the first bottle, and maybe this is why, the first bottle I was ever sent was um, TX whiskey. Mm. Um, and, you know, again, maybe it's my bias because it was the first one, but I loved it. And, you know, I have half a bottle of it still because I don't, I liked it so much, I don't want to drink it. You know, I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, they don't, one, they don't ship it up here. And two, right. you know, it was my first one like it's like your first kid you don't want to you know maybe yeah. that's going a little too far yeah. but <laughs> no I totally get it like they're and it's funny because once you like really get into the whole like bourbon scene and stuff like that and then like if you're having people over and you know there's someone that d- can't or just doesn't appreciate it you're like yeah you're not allowed to touch this bottle this bottle <laughs> this bottle you can yeah. have the bottom shelf this is for mixing like it is, it is a no-no to mix this kind. This kind is fine, and it's so funny because like we have certain like family that like they are big bourbon, you know, connoisseurs. So we're like, oh, we just got this new one, and then like if like my mother-in-law or my mom wants a drink, we're like, you all are not allowed to have this <laughs> because we know you're gonna want to mix it, and you don't appreciate the actual flavorings and like what it is. So you can have the the bottom shelf. <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and you know they don't care but it's just funny how like you you do save you know my husband has bottles hidden that are like only for me and him and you know he's, he's yeah. careful because you can't find them half the time so like right? when you have a good bottle you just want to hold on to it yeah you know i i've done that with you know i have a friend of mine he's he's really that's all he drinks is whiskeys and bourbons and and all that and like the stuff that i've been getting you know i bring it over and i'm like hey try this but there's always that fear it's like when you you know you tell somebody to listen to a song that you really like or watch a movie you really like or whatever and it's like they don't care or it's you know they don't get the same appreciation you do for it you know it's like shit are you gonna like this because I, I like this but are you gonna like you know it's, it's right one of those and then like if you... they don't feel the same way you're like wow you just crushed all my hopes and dreams right <laughs> right but they're like I don't get it and it's like oh oh you don't okay right <laughs> you know it's it's just sad you know and then 
it's the same thing. Like I, I had, you know, I, this, the same guy had gotten him a bottle of whistle pig, uh, 10 year rye. And mm. he's like, Oh, I'm not much of a rye guy. And then we tried it and he's like, Oh, actually this is really good. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah it fucking is right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that's funny that, uh, you say that because my husband and I typically aren't rye people but like there are certain ones that like my favorite old-fashioned is to use a mictor's rye and smoke it yeah like I think it gives the best flavor profile so like there are certain ones you just got to find the right one yeah you know I I've become you know with my old fashions I prefer rye over bourbon in mine yeah and um you know I I say that and like some people like look at me funny and it's like oh it's it's what I like yeah you know like I didn't ask you to have it (laughs) what's that have you had the Michter's rye I haven't no yeah it's good in an old-fashioned if you're liking the rise yeah I would do that and I always you got to buy a little smoker for your house so when you make them at home and then smoke it and that flavor profile you get from it it's like that's mine and my dad's favorite and like our go-to for an old-fashioned Oh, now I, now I need, now, like, now I just want to start drinking. Right? Ah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, damn it. To hell. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, I, I've been looking at smokers and doing it that way. And, um, you know, we have kind of like an agreement and a partnership with a, um, you know, uh, a company that does glasses and and bar stuff and oh, um, very cool okay and i'm just waiting for them to come out with one i think that's really what it boils down to because yeah. i just you know i know they'll just send me one you yeah, know not to you're like can you all just right can you just like, make this can, real quick right. <laughs> can you just um yeah can you just do this so i don't have to right you know. <laughs> but hey, um listen to this episode and they'll be like hey we need, we gotta make this smoker like <laughs> right, right 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 so roxley if you're listening just make make a goddamn smoker would you right <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> just just do it perfect for like christmas time like get right on, right right i mean we could we can do christmas in july that's totally fine yes exactly yes do it do it um <laughs> actually you know i really like and i know it's probably cliche but i like bullet bullets rye in an old-fashioned I, yeah. I love the taste of that that's got a really good um you know finish to it mm-hmm. that i just can't get enough of yeah drew uses bullet a lot for like mixed drinks if he's doing an old-fashioned he'll use bullet a lot i'm guessing drew is your husband yes drew's my husband how the hell do you just show up to the conversation <laughs> um but you know it's funny like I've been sent stuff too that, you know, I've had and tasted and reviewed that I also didn't like, you know, which was kind of, you know, a shock for me because it's like, you think, you know, somebody's sending me this, I might as well say something nice about it, you know, and I did, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I said it in the review where it's like, you know, I, I could never have this again and be okay. Right. <laughs> it was nice thought. Thank you for sending it, but just not for me. <laughs> right. Right. And like, you know, that's, that's just the essence of this show anyway, that it's, um, you know, expect pretty much the unexpected. <laughs> you, well, know, you know, and part of it is, is that like, if someone's sending you something to try, like, don't you want them to be honest about it? Like, Right. That's what I would think. Yeah, I, I would think so. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah. 
but you know you have to toe that line where it's like well i don't want to totally shit on everything oh, that yeah. i don't like because then nobody's going to send me anything right i'm <laughs> scared don't want to that. send you stuff <laughs> right right be like no, no 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 we'll try everything just just right it's, it's all good oh man so you know i i wanted to mention your work with um who what what's the name of the podcast help me out here because i'm drawing a freaking blank um uh, yes yes because you do a lot of stuff with them too yeah um they're actually based out of lexington which is my hometown and um it's funny how we um started you know working together they i released my single um praying to the whiskey and I guess they, you know, came across it and um, they used it in some of their podcasts and um, like uh, episodes and just for, you know, um, marketing strategies and stuff like that. They used it and uh, they reached out to me and I was like, oh, my God, I love that you all are using my song. Like, this is so cool. And come to find out we're all from the same hometown and it kind of just started from there and um they've had me um at several events of theirs um i was a co-host at the annual bourbon bash that um they're doing every year um where they get you know some in- bourbon influencers and companies we all come together and um we meet at like a few of the distilleries in kentucky for the weekend and we do dinners and tastings and you know, it's a good way to meet other people in the industry and figure out, you know, how we can expand or, you know, grow the bourbon world. And because bourbon is still very new, I think, to a lot yeah. of people. And um, it's just a really cool experience to, you know, just meet um, other bourbon, you know, lovers and stuff like that. And they've grown so much and the podcast has done so well that they've started doing, you know, charity events. And, um, we actually just had the first annual, um, bourbon ball at the castle here in, um, Kentucky. It's like right on the edge of Versailles and Lexington. And, um, it was a huge ball that they did, um, to benefit folds of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know what that is or not. Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but for those who don't know what Folds of Honor is, um, it is a charity um, that raises money for veterans or fallen soldiers, family members, like their spouses or their children to have educational scholarships. So um, when they asked me to perform at the event, I was like, absolutely, I will 100% be there. I have several family members that are, you know, veterans. And, um, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of people that have served and, you know, just the military in general is very important to me and I don't feel like they get enough credit as it is. So when I was asked to be a part of the event, I hopped right on it. I was like, y'all can definitely count on me being there and we're already planning for the one next year because it went so well. Um, I think we raised around $30,000 wow. uh, the first year, you know, and it's, it's a fun night. There's music and there's um, auctions and there's private tastings of um, different bourbons that haven't been, haven't been released yet. And there's a, you know, a five course, five-star dinner and, you know, you get to party at a castle, you know, so it's, it's a really cool event. And 
Um, it's actually gotten me involved with the Tennessee chapter here, and I'm going to be doing some charity work with them, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, you know, bourbon, bourbon with friends is they're great guys. They're so sweet and they're funny and you know, they're, they're, I've, they just episode that I was on with them and it's kind of like yours where we just talk and whatever happens happens and you never know where the conversation's gonna go yeah hell yeah that's the way it's gonna be yeah you know I've I've heard so many podcasts and I'm not uh, it probably sounds like I'm shitting on people and I'm not but you know it's so much of the same like you know so tell us where you grew up and you know what you know it's like oh god what's that it's very like cookie cuttered and like stuff and I feel like almost half the time with those kind of interviews like they're great to have but sometimes it's almost like nerve-wracking because you're like afraid to mess up or do anything or just like be yourself yeah and that's always been my thing is like just be you because you know at the end of the day you know like I like I say in almost every episode now like if if the audience doesn't get an appreciation of who you are, they're never going to appreciate your music. You know, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And, you know, I think that's important. You know, I think that's super important. Yeah. Well, you know, um, it's like I said earlier, like us artists. Yeah. We, you know, we kind of do all the, the glam and this, this, all this crazy stage stuff and, you know, but we really are just like, we're just everyday people. We're not more important or more special than the person next to us. And we just happen to love music and it's what we want to do with our lives. And it's just a way for us to, you know, express who we are and, you know, connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, you're doing such a great job at it, Taylor. You really are. You know, it's. Appreciate that. It's... <laughs> there are days that I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm I'm sure I mean I'm sure you know but you know I really think you resonate with a lot of people and you know I think your your success is is showing that you know I really do and I think you're just gonna you're gonna just keep getting better and better and better and you know with every release you've put out you know it does get better and better so it's you know it's awesome to see that well thank you I appreciate that of course of course now We've talked a lot about the bourbon side and the whiskey side. Now, what, <laughs> yeah. you, what is your favorite? Ooh, um, you know, right now, it's actually been this for quite some time since they released it. I am a big Knob 12 year. Um, I love their 100 proof, but I also love the 120 proof. But uh, yeah, the Knob 12 year is my favorite. My husband says I'm a bourbon snob, and I'm like, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you did this but uh you know that that's probably my favorite um is a 12 year so it's a little sweet um the 120 has got a lot of bite to it but i i love it um i actually used to always have a shot of what the 120 when i was singing and then my vocal coach got on me and was like you cannot be drinking while you're singing i'm like okay fine (laughs) you know but uh, if i'm drinking it straight then it's it's a knob 12 year so it's funny you say about Nah because I, I distinctly remember being in my early twenties, and I don't know if Nah had just come on the market or they were just trying to push it really hard, um, but a lot of people at the time didn't like it. Yeah, um, I think 
over like the older ones that they've been releasing have definitely been um super popular like i know the 15 year a lot of people like it's a little um it's not sweet so it's not my favorite but i know like um i have a lot of buddies that really like that one um and then there's (laughs) it's actually um the maple one that they have yeah, I think it's like 80 proof. It's like a knob smoked maple. I use that every year in my Thanksgiving um, sweet potato casserole. It is like a signature uh, ingredient. Everyone's always like, are you going to make those bourbon sweet potatoes? I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm going to make them. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can taste it. And it's so good if you if you like bourbon, you know, and it's got, got that smoky maple in it. But um, I would say, you know like a regular knob i don't know if you know i might use it for like a mixed cocktail um, yeah but uh yeah like the 12 years just been it's it almost has like a banana foster taste to it which i okay. love um but yeah it definitely reads a little bit sweeter for me and you know maybe because i'm a girl i like the sweeter stuff i have a huge sweet tooth so <laughs> anything that's like sweet a little bit sweeter is probably what i'm going towards that's awesome that, I love hearing, you know, differences, you know, when it comes to these, because you're the first person that, to mention Knob, you know, oh, really? out, of, <laughs> out of anybody that I've asked. And it's it's fascinating to, to hear why. And I, I appreciate that a lot because I like to hear other than just, you know, trust me, I love my Jack and, you know, everything else that's, you know, a big name. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, to hear something you don't hear about very often, it's that's cool. That's super cool. Yeah, you know, there's just, there's so many good ones out there, you know. I also like um, the Michter's Toasted um, Barrel. It's like the blue label. It's really hard to find. That one and the Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel are both really good, too. And it's probably because it's got a little bit of that, you know, when you think toasted, that whole, like, campfire marshmallow kind of thing. Um, Those are really good. And then we also... um, recently had the weller white label i think it was cypd yeah and the weller line is i really like their line too and the cypd is pretty good there's an orange label that i haven't had yet that i really want to try and uh, i have a few friends that have bottles and i'm like okay you need to save some for me when i come visit (laughs) (laughs) you know but the, the wellers are hard to find yeah yeah they really are you know it's it's crazy how popular it's gotten over the last you know little bit of time you know it's, it's mm-hmm. not um now what about your boots oh i got lots of boots <laughs> <laughs> my closet is just like i have it's kind of like my shrine i have like this the way our closet is made is like it's got this big like multiple tiered shelving in it and I have them all placed out neatly and it's like I've got my corrals and one I've got my areas I've got my Betsy Johnson's and like that is my weakness is boots like I hate shopping I'm probably like one of those weird girls who doesn't like shopping but if it's for like boots oh I'm all over it I have diamond boots I have you know your classic cowgirl boots I've got the fringe boots I've got the rock and roll look like I've got quite a spectrum of <laughs> so, like, that's awesome I always try to like there's these Betsy diamond boots that I have that are diamonds and I have them in five different colors and they come in like 10 different colors so like 
my goal is to own all of them. <laughs> but my husband says that it's unnecessary and that I don't need them, but I really think I do. <laughs> I mean, I think you do. So and thank you. I'm glad you support my um obsession. Like oh yeah. <laughs> they're absolutely age too. Like every time I wear them, people are just absolutely love them. They're like, oh my God, where'd you get your shoes? And I'm like, girl, let me tell you. Like <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've got my classics too. You know, I love Corral. That's probably, um, my favorite, um, like cowgirl boot line. And I have a ton of their stuff. I actually just wore a pair of their boots that I got for my birthday at a festival. And, you know, I love the, I love the little boot, the short boots, like the ankle boots. Those are probably my favorite, but yeah, I've got quite, quite a shrine in my closet. (laughs) That's awesome. So, but that's you know, awesome. Carl has to have plenty of options. Now, I threw this out on Twitter yesterday, and I got some reaction to it. Now, being up here in the Northeast, and I, I know I uh, there's nothing compared to the heat in Nashville and in Tennessee and in Kentucky at times. Mm-hmm. But now we have a humidity up here that that just sucks. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm you know I, I'm not a large dude by any means but I'm not a skinny guy either. Uh, <laughs> now, this is going to be my first actual summer that I can go out and do things and have right. my boots. Now, it's it's funny because I, I put my boots up on my shelf the other day and I was like, well, I'll see you in October. Um, now, is that faux pas? Should I not do that? Should I wear, should I be hot and wear the boots because I have them or do I be comfortable it depends on where you're going okay like if you're going somewhere that's like if you're going to like a country concert like you should definitely wear them you gotta have them on no matter how hot it is (laughs) you gotta represent (laughs) um for me it's funny because like I only wear boots. It is very rare that I wear anything else. So like it could be a billion degrees outside and I still have boots on. Like, I think I own maybe one pair of flip flops, but like, I'm not like a sandals kind of girl. I don't wear heels. Like if you see me in a pair of wedges or something, like someone probably forced them on me because (laughs) I am just like, not that person. So for me, I would wear boots all year round. But as a guy, sometimes you get a little bit hotter. The boots are a little bit thicker, a little bit taller. So just wear them, you know. You know, if you're going to a country concert, you got to wear them there. So here, that's a thing, though. Like, like, set, like this is going to come out after this. But, you know, this coming weekend, I'm going to see Garth. And it's going to be 95. I don't know if I can be in my boots all night in 95 degree weather. Wear, wear jorts. <laughs> Like really redneck it up. Like put on I the might have to. shorts and then your boots and a cutoff and you'll be good to go. Oh man. <laughs> well, what else would you wear besides like cowboy boots? Like what kind of shoes do you wear? I mean, I I'm a dad, so I I have my new balances. Not the white ones, but I have a pair of new balances. <laughs> well, you know, it's you just gotta become uh, for me like if you go to a country concert you gotta wear the cowboy boots but i will say like my husband does not own a pair of cowboy boots and he's married to a country artist and he he looks goofy as hell in cowboy boots 
we went through, we went through a period where he tried to buy some and I said you know what honey I just don't think they're for you <laughs> so he doesn't yes. own any so if he's going to a concert like that he's probably got flip-flops on or if it's like winter then he's got like they're kind of like boots but they're not really boots they're like dressier shoes I'm trying to think of what they might be I'm trying to think of a not wallabies but like clarks or something like that like he might have something like that on but my it's funny because like my husband is super like i don't want to call him preppy but like he's very like (laughs) clean cut unless he's like coaching or like you know just at home then he's got like his you know workout clothes on and stuff but like i did not marry a cowboy not what I married <laughs> we we tried we tried the, the boot thing but I was like I love that you're trying but we should probably just stop <laughs> oh man you know it's funny because I wasn't you know I I live in Massachusetts you know mm-hmm. the a, a real farm or anything like that you know it's hundreds of miles away um but like we have such a you know a, a country music thing going on around here that it's hard not to you know um to fall into it oh yeah for sure and I don't think you have to like live out in the country to be country I mean you know I I grew up on a farm so like I was always around it we were camping and four-wheeling and you know I tell people you know I was raised like a boy so you know that's just kind of how I am but country music it's all over the place and no matter where you live and it's just you know it's if that's what you like that's what you like and um you know it's like texas country there that's what my husband listens to is he's very big into like the texas southern rock kind of thing which is pretty much my style um like he you won't catch him listening to like nashville radio yeah that's not his thing um but he's also like a jam band fan so like grateful dead and fish and you know dave matthews and stuff like that so i had to kind of reel him into like the whole texas thing (laughs) but uh, you know but i don't you don't have to be on a farm you don't have to have a farm near you like if you like country music and you want to wear boots then wear boots yeah absolutely 100 percent. i'm with you all all day long on that because that's exactly what it's come down to it really has so what you said that um you do other things besides the podcast what do you do um so i i work i do sales for a landscaper during the day and then i also host musical bingo and trivia a couple nights a week for a local company Oh, that's a fun. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and this is just, honestly, this has become such a, you know, its own kind of thing that Mm -hmm. it's, it's nuts. It's really nuts. Well, that's, what's cool about the whole podcast world is that it's just growing like crazy. And, you know, people listen to it while they're at the gym or while they're on the road. And, you know, I know for me, like when I'm in the car for several hours and, you know, sometimes I want to, you know, I'm, I've always got music on, but occasionally like I want to listen to something. So like I'll pop on a, a good podcast that I like. And I think the industry is just growing so much. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I never thought in a million years, you know, I'd have so many eyes and ears on this thing. 
mm-hmm. but it's it's been awesome you know it really really has well it's exciting it like just yeah. of like where you're gonna be like a year from now and just doing all kinds of cool stuff and having more bourbon sent to you <laughs> yeah that's I mean that's the plan you know and and you know season three which which you'll be in which this episode will be in will you know kind of kick off our one year anniversary celebration oh, that's awesome. um so you know it's 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 oh, it's just been crazy it's it's all I can say is like you know I, I have no words for it other than this is crazy <laughs> yeah exactly crazy but blessed like yeah I mean just just keep riding the high man yeah yeah it's it's nuts it's nuts well you know, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk to me for as long as we have. You know, it's been awesome getting to know you and hearing your story and and all of it. You know, I can't wait to see what's next for you and everything that comes with it. You know, I, I hope to see you up here one of these days or, you know, if I have to wait until I get to Nashville, hopefully <laughs> within the next year, then so be it. But, um, you know, I think we got some cool things coming up. Uh, in the next year or so that I would love for you to be a part of and I'll keep you in contact with about those things when it when they happen yeah absolutely man you know I feel very blessed to you know have these opportunities and I want to thank you for having me on and we're we are planning some touring and stuff um up north here soon and we're trying to really get all over the country i've got people that are wanting me to come out to california and do some stuff and we're trying to hit the east coast as well and so hopefully sooner rather than later i'll be up there yeah that would be awesome and whenever you are let me know and we'll uh, we'll get together and i'll you know blast the hell out of it so that (laughs) you know you get you get you get a show up for it well, that would be much appreciated. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for being a part of the show. And we'll uh, we'll talk super soon. And, you know, thank you again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Talk Bye. to you. Bye. All right, guys. We can't forget about Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, right? They've been with us since the beginning. They have all kinds of great stuff. You can go to their website, drsupplyco.com. Again, drsupplyco.com. They're a Canadian-based company. They have great stuff. The hat I wear all the time is Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. Go on there. Check out their stuff. They have a great shop. They have everything there. Um you know, if you're in the States, do allow a little bit of time to, to come in because it's going across, you know, international lines. You know, they have some great stuff. Mike's a great guy. There's so much. You don't even want to, you don't even want to miss this opportunity. So go check them out. Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. They are on our Instagram all the time. The hat I wear all the time is from them. Go check them out. Go check out Mike and company. DRSupplyCo.com. Now, This is probably my favorite announcement I'll probably ever make. Now, we have teamed up with BeatsBeersBonfires.com. Again, BeatsBeersBonfires.com. I keep putting an S on the beers. I don't know. Maybe it's because I want several. But they're a blog. They talk about country music. They talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, We're going to start adding on to their website in a partnership with them, BeatsBeersBonfires.com. Boots and Whiskey Podcast is coming to Beats, Beer, and Bonfires as well. In our own blog, every Thursday, you're going to get a new take from me. Um, 
my opinion about something in the country music world or the like. We're going to put some opinion on this show coming up here soon. I hope you enjoy it. I'll try not to offend anybody. There might be some hot takes in there, some, you know, some language and whatnot. So, you know, viewer, (laughs) viewer beware, but beats, beer, bonfires. We're going to start actually this Thursday, Thursday thoughts with the boots and whiskey podcast. Go check them out. We'll post it on our socials. They'll post it on theirs. We'll see you Thursday. Cheers. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Taylor Hughes. It was so great to hear from her. Um, It's really so nice to be able to call her a friend. Taylor and I have talked quite a bit over the last few weeks since we've recorded this. And, you know, I'm I'm up to speed on what what she's doing. And she's up to speed on what we're doing. And, you know, it's just been a great great friendship and a great conversation. And and I, um, I truly, truly, truly appreciate everything that she's done and um some people she's she's put me in contact with so taylor thank you for everything um you've been super sweet to work with and i i look forward to working with you you know as as this whole adventure keeps going um now like i said thursday thoughts are gonna be um coming out in two days tomorrow we'll also have our whiskey wednesday um, Friday, we're going to have a special episode released. There will be, there will be two episodes this week. Um, not telling you who, I'm not telling you what, I'm not telling you why. Uh, we've been doing the flashback Friday thing. We won't be doing a flashback Friday this week. We will just put out another episode, um, that you're not going to really want to miss. Um, like this one you know it's it's a little shorter of an episode but there's a lot in it that you're not gonna you're not gonna want to miss um it's a you know it's it's a big one it was a it was a a humble ask and i was i was greatly honored to have been asked to to interview who we have coming on on friday so stay tuned for that i don't want to give too much away you'll find out on thursday <laughs> and um, we'll go from there. But everybody, thank you so much. Um, for those of you that have never listened to the show before, thank you for for stopping by. Again, Boots and Whiskey Podcast on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Um, if you would like to donate to the show, you may. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, the links are in the bios. Um, just will just help to uh, to keep this show going. Get some better better equipment and, and all that stuff and you know keep going keep trucking along um that's what we're doing here at the boots and whiskey podcast so thank you all so much for everything you've done and continue to support me i greatly greatly appreciate y'all um so really have a great rest of your week we'll see you on friday until then keep the boots on the ground the whiskey in the glass everyone cheers <laughs>